0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. I am your host, P.M. Kester, and I'm so happy to have you in for today's episode entitled How to Take a Break for Joy.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
0: (laughs) And this wonderful voice you hear is our guest, Kristen Carla. If you are out there in the YouTube sphere, Um, That is where you can catch her. She has over 16,000 subscribers and speaks of all things wellness and beauty. The one thing, the one video that caught my attention is entitled Joy is an Act of Resistance. Another side note about Kristen Carla is that she has a day job as an attorney, but we're going to deep dive into joy as our subject, and we're so happy to have her on here. Kristen, Carla, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thanks. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today. Yes.
0: And we are so happy <laughs> to have you on the podcast, and we're going to jump right into it. I gave a brief bio, but can you tell the listeners your background on YouTube and just in your career?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I am a corporate attorney. I've been practicing for about 10 years now, working in both for-profit and non-profit sectors. And my YouTube life, it's a separate life altogether. I started (laughs) my channel um, back in 2008 and became a YouTube partner in 2010, and actually, actually, it used to be called the Crystal Ro- Crystal Rose Love Channel, but now it's Crystal okay. Carla. Yeah, <laughs> I just like the way that sounded, Crystal R- Rose Love. It had like a nice sound to it, but I was like, you know what, let me just use my name. So now it's the Crystal Carla Channel, and um, of course, focused on topics like wellness and beauty, self-care, and some occasional musings on societal topics as well. Thank you so much.
0: And I was like, I enjoy it. I mean that is kind of finding a great YouTube channel is a wonderful way to kind of take a break and wind down after, after my day Um, I'm a government scientist. And so I can imagine that you you being an attorney, I have several attorney friends. We have uh, (laughs) (laughs) a floor of attorneys um, in my field. So I would imagine, you know, just kind of creating this separate thing, could be a wonderful way to just to take a break from your nine to five in a way as well.
1: It's, it's exactly that. Um, and I feel like that's really why I decided to start the channel back in 2008 uh, while I was still in school. Oh, wow. It was, yeah, it was my my break, my joy of like connecting with like minds on certain topics that were really out of scope with my day to day academic life.
0: Wonderful. Wow, that is interesting. I enjoy that. And so I wanna touch on what you said is that of course you focus on self-care, wellness, and beauty, but also there's some musings. And I believe the the YouTube video that kind of brought me to your attention, I was already kind of following you on Instagram, but what really caught my attention was joy as an act of resistance. Yep. What led to you making that video?
1: Oh, so many things. Um, it, what's interesting about joy being an act of resistance, um, I've heard, I heard a lot of people talking about that already in light of what's happening in 2020. Mm-hmm. And there was a particular quote by Audrey Lorde that grabbed my attention, which is, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. I fell in love with that quote. And I think I saw that quoted in an article. And I think there's so many different ways that you can go with that quote. But for me, the way that I I, I read that, and I think about it is that I have to be strong and take care of myself and embrace joy to do my part in light of everything going on right now. I can't be exhausted and depressed and give my best either to myself or to really anyone else. And I I think about that, particularly in light of um, a video that I made in May 2020. There was a video that I posted titled, Today Has Not Been Easy. And I posted that after watching the Ahmad Arbery footage. That that footage took a lot out of me. And there's really no word um, that I can find to describe the exact emotion that I felt but depressed I think is uh, doesn't even cut it but I think you know anyone who sees that video normally I'm very talkative uh, in my YouTube videos and that video you could see the emotion what I was feeling because I I watched the footage and then went straight to camera and yeah I mean as I'm even Speaking about this, I can feel my heart beating a little bit more because it it takes me back to that moment where I just felt so sad and so depressed after seeing that footage. And so after filming that video, I decided to press pause because I felt so energetically depleted. I felt so sad that I said, you know what, I just need to pause I I deactivated my Facebook profile. I've been on Facebook since like 2004. And I was like, I just need to take a pause because of all Mm -hmm. the conversation going on there. And I wanted to lean into me, lean into myself emotionally and spiritually. And that was a good decision. I had to do that. And I felt the exact same way after watching the video of, of Mr. Floyd, same thing All i right. felt i felt depleted i felt depressed and again there's really no word to perfectly summarize how i felt but i just felt so depleted and i had to press pause again and just be incredibly mindful about the content that i was absorbing and i had to i had to fill myself back up i had to really dig into my self-care regimen to find joy um because ultimately you want to leverage self-care to become the best version of yourself to really make a difference, to, to, to be there for yourself, but also support your friends and your family, to amplify your voice, to get your voice out there, and also find creative ways to make a difference. And you, and you really can't do that to the fullest extent possible if you're feeling depleted. You really have to fill yourself back up with joy to really make a difference. Wow. Wow.
0: But look, look, I feel like we can end the podcast there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you dropped like five different breakaways and yeah. that one. But no, I, I connect with everything you just said because I mean just going back to January, twenty twenty has just been heavy. There's been, you know, with the public figures that have passed away this year and with the pandemic. You know, I know I've personally known some people that have gotten sick, heard the stories of the people who have died. And, you know, I've been connected with them inadvertently one way or the other. Yeah. And that is weighed heavy. The anxiety of, you know, do we go outside? Are we trapped in my house? And then in the middle of this big hodgepodge of things, the racial tension, the protests, the what we're being in, inundated with on our social media platforms and in the news about people getting snatched off the streets and yes. protests yep. and unmarked cars you said and Ahmad arbery and george floyd and um i know i too like my podcast slowed down over this summer because i just needed time to process more time to myself more time to kind of tap into other things i want yeah. to tap into some joy some type of peace um i started gardening <laughs> oh, okay. Over this time period, yeah. but you know, it was something to break away. So I definitely, with your May video post, and like you said, leveraging self care to become the best version of yourself and make a difference. So taking that break, especially in both our spheres where we're in this influencer sphere, to kind of take a break so we can kind of pause, get our ourselves situated, so we can come back
1: exactly and make exactly. a
0: difference. Do in in the avenues that we can. So yes, that definitely resonates with me. Yes. And I think we've kind of even touched a little bit on the next question, which is why is it so important to take a break for joy? I think it's like you. you,
1: So I feel like overall, the reason why it's so important to take a break for joy is life. Yes. (laughs) Life. You can't keep going and going without taking a break. And There are different ways that I can approach this question, like for so much of my life overall, like when I just think about my life trajectory, I've been so focused on achieving, keep pushing, keep striving, keep, keep working on the next big project or or life goal. But with all of that work, achieving is great. But with all of that work, it has to be balanced out. With, with, with joy, with self-care. And as I mentioned before, that's why I started a YouTube channel while I was in school. It was my, my, my way of taking a break for joy and connecting with folks in the YouTube community on, on topics that I was really passionate about that were out of scope with my academic life. And when I think about cultivating joy, I immediately think about self-care. Mm-hmm. I think about actions that I can take to get present to find peace, to find calm in my life. And as I've gotten older, as I've grown older, I've prioritized joy and self-care simply due to really experiencing certain moments of burnout and exhaustion. I knew I had to balance it out and really think about how do I intentionally incorporate uh, self-care and joy into my day-to-day life. And It's interesting when I think about it from the context of what's happening in 2020 in light of the pandemic, as you mentioned, and also the societal issues going on right now, Mm -hmm. you really have to be intentional about your decision to pause, to reset, and lean into joy and self-care. And I also think about it from the perspective as as an attorney, as a legal compliance professional, so often we talk about the concept of controls or control mechanisms which overall you could um, define it as like a preventative measure to to prevent or reduce the chance of an unwanted risk outcome in a corporate environment. And I think about joy and self-care the exact same way. It's a preventative measure that I intentionally program into my day-to-day life in order to prevent unwanted feelings or an unwanted mood. I like it.
0: So we need joy in our life. For our overall well-being, it's a preventative exactly. measure. That's because, exactly you know, it. Right. Without the joy, How what keeps you moving is kind of what I'm hearing. Exactly. What's going to keep propelling you forward because you can get bogged down. It's so easy to just be going, 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 right? And exactly. achieving, achieving, achieving. And when do you take that break to stop and assess what is happening in your life? But also to look at that and walk in that gratitude and find that joy, of the why, why you do what you do.
1: Exactly. And I think gratitude, that's such a key word in all of this because it's so easy to go from day to day and from task to task and not take a moment to pause and appreciate what's going on in life right now. I mean, even down to like a funny meme that hits your social right. feed or a joke that someone said to you. Um, and that's one of the, the, the tips actually that I, I, I made a note of for today's session. I wanted to mention that gratitude is so important because uh, I, for example, I love uh, using my gratitude jar. I have this jar where I have like a few blank, you know, uh, like cards that I will write for the day, I'll put down what I'm grateful for. And I'll fold it up and put it in the gratitude jar. And it's so nice to come back to that moment, maybe on a day where I feel kind of like depleted, I need some encouragement, I can go to my gratitude jar and go back to that moment that I documented that moment where I I was grateful for something that maybe if I didn't document it, I wouldn't remember that it even it, it even happened. So I love Practicing, like maintaining, maintaining an active practice of uh, gratitude.
0: Yes, that is also a necessity. <laughs> yes. One of my kids got me a gratitude journal that um, I am trying to use before I go to bed ah. a way to kind of reflect. On my day, especially on very strenuous days. Yes, yes. <laughs> be like, you know, it has to be something. What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? Because I think um, as I learned from the podcast that I did before this on taking a break to breathe, yeah, we need to walk in gratitude that we woke up, that exactly. we're able to breathe, because a lot of people are not breathing. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, very good. All right. So... How can joy be viewed as an act of resistance?
1: Yeah, so um, I and and that brings me back to in terms of that question, That brings me back to that. uh, The quote from Audre Lorde, caring for myself is not uh, is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. I feel like that that quote is so on point. And you really, you know as we mentioned before, like that's it's, it's so important to lean into joy and self-care to ultimately present the best version of yourself in society, to be there for friends and family, to amplify your voice, and, and really take a moment to think about creative ways to make a difference in, in society. Like ultimately, you have to resist the temptation to feel overwhelmed emotionally and feeling you know depressed. And that's why you have to hit the pause button. That's why you have to pause and reflect and take a moment for yourself to ultimately resist, for example, acts of social injustice, um, to resist the temptation to feel emotionally overwhelmed and depressed and and ultimately live your best life, live a joyful life. Yes,
0: I resonate with with that. I think that that's a wonderful way to think about how we resist, creative ways that we resist. Because I know that when all this is happening, and still now, people are like, you know, what can I do? What can I do? And we all go through things, different things in our life. When you get divorced, I think people look for you to be sad and depressed, or um, someone in your life passes away, or especially yeah. in this situation. And we can look back even to our parents, what they went through in their civil rights struggles. And now this civil rights, these social issues that we are experiencing now, I feel like in a way, when we are downtrodden and depressed and sad, this is like a win for the other team in a way. Uh And so... Our joy and our happiness when we go outside and you know we're laughing and having a good time in spite of mm-hmm. all that's being thrown at us. Yes, that is joy as an act of resistance.
1: Exactly, exactly, and, and I, I think that it's exactly that. Like you, you, when you think about it in terms of resisting, perhaps as as you mentioned, the the other side of whatever that that side is or what that that struggle is. You know, resisting their desire for you to feel deflated, to, to make you feel like there's really nothing that you can do, to take away the power that maybe you could have had um, to fight. It's really about self-empowerment and really filling yourself back up to be able to, to take a stand and to to amplify everything in you um, and, and, counter when you're faced in that moment where you're faced, when you're faced with someone or something that's trying to, to beat you down or to try, to try to take your power away or to try to take your hope away. I mean, there's something right. to that in terms of even the effort to try and take away your hope. You have to fight that. And that's why you just have to be like, you know, enough, turn off the news, turn off the social media, um, you know, set up boundaries as needed in order to, to, to center yourself, to let go of the weight that perhaps was weighing you down, uh, you know, in, in light of everything and, and get back up and just, and simply be there. And you, you have to first be there for yourself, right? You right. can't be there for anyone else unless you're there for yourself. Cause people can also sense when, when you're depleted too, like you, you know, you can't fake it. You can't fake having hope. You can't fake being empowered. It's either in you energetically or it's not. And that's why you just got to really fill yourself up with, with hope and the energy of hope um, and, and get out there and, and make sure your voice is heard. And that's something that I would recommend to to, to to everyone, to anyone listening to this. It's so important to get your voice out there in every way possible. Make sure that you, you take every opportunity to get your opinion out there, to, to stand up. For for everything that you believe, it's really important to amplify your voice.
0: Awesome. Now, with all of this that we said, we talked about basically guarding against things that are still in our joy and our hope. Mm-hmm. What brings you joy and how can others tap into their joy throughout these trying times?
1: Yeah, I have a gazillion tips <laughs> on, that, on how to on how to um, tap into self care and joy. And as I mentioned before, like, I feel like joy and self care are one in the same. And I feel like we would need a couple hours at oh least my. to go through every single one. So I have like a short list, but you know, feel free to cut me off if I'm going too long. Um <laughs> But um, I recommend overall being intentional about joy and self-care. Schedule it into your your day, your week, your month, and months ahead. So before the pandemic, I had my massages scheduled out like months ahead, and I was looking forward to those massages. Now, because of COVID, I'm not doing that anymore. So it's really a matter of, okay, given the things that I can no longer do at the moment because of the pandemic and everything going on it's a matter of being creative Uh right in terms of thinking about what brings me joy in light of what i can do you know to tap into joy and and self-care so um i also think from like an overall perspective it's important to think about approaching self-care and joy from every angle what content are you absorbing what are you eating? What are you listening to? What are you uh, reading? The, the music you're listening to, it might sound good, but listen to the lyrics. Do the lyrics right. make you feel good or do you feel like energetically depleted after listening to that song? And overall, think about how you feel engaging in certain activities. If you don't feel good um, doing it, you know, reconsider that activity. If you're watching a certain show and you used to, you used to like watching it, but then you don't really feel that great afterwards, stop watching it. And so some specific ways to access joy. First thing that comes to mind is exercise. Right now, I can't go to the gym, but that's okay, because I am obsessed with my Peloton bike. I love that bike so much. (laughs) I, I talk about it all the time. I talk about it at work. I talk about it with my friends. Like I feel like I literally work for Peloton. That's how I feel. Um, <laughs> because that bike really does. Um, Peloton look out now. She needs uh-huh. $8. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because it, it just really makes me feel good. And it's not just the bike. It's really the instructors, the, the programming, the whole universe of Peloton. I can't say enough about it. And then um, I have weights. So at, at home, so I'm getting in my weightlifting. I have my yoga mat. So yeah, I can't get to the gym. But I get my exercise in on a regular, regular basis at home, and I schedule it into my week, like I've already scheduled out um, when I'm doing my workouts for the week ahead, that's already documented. Um, and the great thing is I'm, I'm feeling good, I'm able to fit into, you know, the clothes that I want to fit into. So it's good to keep up an active exercise regimen. And then the second thing that I would think about is, you know, social media, um, make sure you're using social media to prioritize or use it for joy mm-hmm. and self-care. So I love posting on on YouTube, for example. And then on Instagram, I try to post uh, something about self-care or like a joy reminder, right? Like first thing in the morning, I like to get it out there. And that's really like my control mechanism. As I mentioned earlier, it's like, that's my preventative measure to, you know, to, to, to guard against perhaps feeling like depleted or, or, or sad and so forth. It's, you know, I love posting on Instagram, some type of positive reminder, first thing. And it's not and it's not just for me. It's also for for folks who are following me on Instagram to also be encouraged and to and to feel inspired. And if that's the first thing that you see is something positive in the day that helps set your mood for the rest of the morning and the rest of the day. So I love really using social media for joy rather than getting sucked into all the negative stuff that's circulating out there. And that's a very good lesson.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. I have um I actually have a little time limit for my Instagram that pops up. That's good. That's, I like that tells me like, you know, you you spent this many hours on Instagram. That's when I know it's time for me. Like I've hit that. (laughs) I've hit that ceiling. I have another friend that's doing that with Facebook because, you know, there's so much negative energy that we can unintentionally allow in, you know, we just get to click in and get to scrolling and you're reading the drama. You're, um, in taking all these negative images um, sometimes because you just kind of go down this rabbit hole of like, oh, what does this say? What does this person say? And what's going on? And you're being bombarded. So I learned that when all this started was that I was going to have to put some tools in place Mm -hmm. to limit it so I could kind of protect myself. I could safeguard myself.
1: Exactly self care. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's so important to hit on follow. When you do yes. something like for, for, for me, I didn't do that at first at the beginning of 2020. I was just scrolling and I would see things and I, I, I knew that after seeing a post, I didn't feel good, but I didn't click on follow. And so mm-hmm. now I'm incredibly mindful about, look, I didn't like that post or I don't like the content that XYZ is putting out there. And I am more than happy to click unfollow because ultimately I am in charge of protecting my energy and making sure that I feel good throughout the day. And I really don't like seeing content in my feed that brings me down. Right. That's very good. I mean, that's good advice. Those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, you came with some heavy hitters. I think those are wonderful. <laughs> Yeah. And and I have so many more. So like, even like meditation and prayer, that's important to do on a regular basis, you know, to reset and find peace. As we mentioned before, gratitude practice, that's really important to be mindful about every day. Uh, Even if it's something small, like something small that happened, you know, I'm I'm grateful for this meme, this GIF (laughs) that I saw in my tech stream. Like it's the little things I'm thinking about a Peloton, um, Meme, or you know, some type of video on on Instagram that cracked me up. I actually, I actually have a um a folder in Instagram. <laughs> I, I save like it's called Just Smile. And it's like all of these funny things that I see on Instagram, oh, and I go to sweet. that folder whenever I just need like a little bit of a smile to f- to feel like to get cheered up. I love going to that, and I go through some posts that literally brought me to tears, <laughs> in a good way.
0: That yeah. is that is wonderful. That's some wonderful advice. Yeah. For that folder.
1: Yes. And then also self care apps. I am in love with um, a number of apps. The two that come to mind are um, the shine app and calm app. Those I I have both on my phone. Do, Do you use either of them?
0: I use the calm app.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they have so many awesome meditation sessions on there. Um, and I love the fact that they send me notifications to both my iPhone and also my Apple watch to remind me to pause, to breathe, to meditate throughout the day. I love it. Um, I also use a sleep app to track my sleeping habits. Um, and that's, that's helpful too, because ultimately as like a basic foundation for self-care, you got to get your sleep. You gotta get good sleep. Otherwise, like for me, I'm a hot mess if I don't get good sleep. So <laughs> I love cracking right. that. Yeah,
0: and I don't think people recognize that that you know a lot of their issues are tied to their sleep habits, and so exactly. many people don't sleep well.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. And it, that it comes down to also like when you're unwinding for the day, like being mindful at what point do you want to be in bed, and what do you need to do up to that point. Let's say if you want to be in bed by ten o'clock, well, are there like 20 steps that you have to do before getting into bed at 10 o'clock. And you need to back out your schedule accordingly so you can make sure you're under the covers at that time. So that that's the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of us say we want to get more sleep, but what really goes into that? Like, what steps do you have to take to be able to pull that off? And you have to do it on a regular basis. I mean, there's so many apps that will send you a notification, like, get ready to go to bed, you know? And I, I like that because it reminds me, If I'm caught up scrolling in my feed or watching something, oh, I got a notification. I need to go to bed. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Also, I would say, um, you know, as we mentioned before, setting boundaries I am so protective of my energy. And so you got to set boundaries with social media, with the news, with, with people in your life. And, and people will, you know, people in your life will respect those boundaries. You know, they'll, they'll understand and support you in that effort. Like I've, I found that to be true. The, the people in my life that I, I truly adore, um, that I love, they, we, we get it. You know, they have their boundaries. I have my boundaries and it works really well. And I'm plugging from negative content overall. Like it's very easy to get caught up in the breaking news on, you know, on on TV. And to be honest for 2020, I'm, I'm done with breaking news. (laughs) Right. I've had enough. I I feel like every day there's 20 breaking news stories. I'm unplugged. I mean, I'm still plugged in in terms of what's going on in the news. Um, I, I like to make sure I'm engaged and knowing what's happening in the world, but at the same time, it's a matter of balance, balancing with unplugging from too much negative content. So you got to balance it all out, right? Yeah. I also think about the importance of connecting with friends and family, and you got to be creative, of course, during you know the COVID pandemic. You got to be creative with how you connect with people. But you know, I like making sure I connect with folks through Google Meet, through Zoom, through so many different apps out there, um, and just spending time together and not even talking about what's happening in the world but just simply just enjoying a laugh it's important to do that you also want to get outdoors you know and take some time in nature go to a park you know get some fresh air rather than being cooped up all the time especially during quarantine yeah i I can keep going if you want (laughs) i have so many no i I
0: think that's a good thing to um that's a good stopping point from us and Yes, because we might need to have a separate episode. Oh,
1: a part two <laughs> just so, like, to all this.
0: these tips, Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> because there's a lot. I mean, it's because there's literally so many things that you that people can do to try to tap into their joy. And but I think you named some of the biggest gateways with, you know, being intentional first and foremost about joy and self care, setting aside the time to tap into it. But one that I find very important is just the boundary setting. I think that so much joy can be found with um, setting up some boundaries in your your life. I think that's an important first
1: step. Yes, exactly. So, very good. And to um, add on to that, if, if you don't mind, like I did want to make sure I mentioned this because I think I mentioned it in my "Joy is an Act of Resistance" um, video is you also have to take time to celebrate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you look in the mirror, like celebrate everything that is you, your features, your beauty, just everything play up with makeup and with your hair. It's just we, we really have to take that time to celebrate um, ourselves on a regular basis and just be, be grateful to be alive and to, to breathe and, and to, to, to be ourselves and to put ourselves out there. But yeah, I think celebrating yourself on a regular basis is so essential for self-care and, and for joy overall. Yes, it is.
0: I definitely agree. Yeah. All right. Now, with all that being said, what is the biggest lesson that you have learned so far on your wellness journey or to even pivot and, and like to just really drill down what have you learned on this joy journey
1: yeah, so far? that's a great question. I, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is that self-care isn't selfish and that it shouldn't be an occasional luxury. It really needs to be an intentional daily action. It's not something you you get to when you have time. You need to make sure, sure it's built into your schedule. And I think about self-care as like a pyramid or like a Maslow's hierarchy like, what are your self-care basics, right? Like, w- what are your must-haves? Like, right. me, if I don't get sleep, as I mentioned, if I don't get sleep, I, like, there's no lipstick or hair regimen or massage that can make me feel good because, like, my sleep is absolutely essential. If I get good sleep, then that puts me in the right frame of mind to get a good workout in, to have a productive work day, and everything else. So I think it's really a matter of, of sitting back and thinking to yourself, What are my self-care must-haves and get those in place and then build, build upon that. And I'm a planner by nature. So I also like to think about what are some self-care things that I can look forward to? As I mentioned earlier, I love to schedule out my massages. So now I'm creative in light of the pandemic. What are some things that I can do in light of what's happening in 2020 What can I build into my schedule months from now to look forward to? And I think that's helpful. And that also fills you back up with joy and just feeling good and being inspired to to um, to do something in the future. Yes, it is.
0: I agree.
1: Let's close it all out. That was a wonderful place to close it
0: out. Let everybody know where they can find you all over social media.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to share. So I definitely encourage uh, your listeners to connect with me on YouTube. And that's YouTube.com slash Kristen Carla. And that's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-K-A-R-L-A. And then I also invite everyone to connect with me on Instagram. And that's the same thing. Kristen Carla, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-K-A-R-L-A. Kristen, Carla,
0: thank you so much for being on our show. And for everyone else, stick around. We'll be back with your three breakaways. Thank you so much. And we are back. I am so, so encouraged after this episode. And I hope you are encouraged as well. And I will not keep you long. I'm going to jump right in the three breakaways from how to take a break for joy. Breakaway number one, guard against things that try to steal your joy and your hope. So many times we put ourselves around certain people, follow certain influencers or businesses on the internet, and while it might look all bright and shiny. These things are not pleasant. They do not bring us joy. If anything, they might cause more dissension within ourselves and within our communities. Um, so I just want you to take an assessment. Take an assessment on what is in your life that could be depleting your joy and your hope, and then rectify it. Breakaway number two be intentional about joy and self-care it's as simple as the name of this podcast how to take a break by being intentional you're setting aside time dedicated to your joy and self-care what does that look like for you is it 15 minutes to read a book is it going for a long walk when the world opens back up just like Kristen carla was speaking of is it setting aside a, a scheduled year of massages or facials what does joy look like for you is it talking to your grandkids every weekend and setting aside time for them is it hanging out with your girls or hanging out with your guys what does joy look like for you are you being intentional of setting aside time for the joy in your life because joy is part of your self-care And last but not least breakaway number three and this is so so good setting boundaries is an important step in your joy journey some of the biggest breakthroughs that I found I have had in my life were after I was intentional about setting boundaries how much of my time will my nine-to-five job get who has access to me who has access to my kids set boundaries and just watch how your health improves your physical health your mental health diet mood energy you're more open you're more free you're laughing more because you're setting those boundaries it's important that's it it's wrapped up another great episode of how to take a break the podcast let me know about your joy journey Email me at thecastergroup@gmail.com, at gmail.com or DM me or comment on one of the episode posts at PMcaster on Instagram. Until next time, take a little time to take a break. Bye.